0: Hello everyone, I'm Izzy Wells and welcome to Hot Stuff, where we discuss current hot topics that we think deserve your attention. From social issues to popular culture, we'll be keeping you up to date on relevant and unique taiwan related content every Tuesday. Today, I'm joined by the wonderful Sharon Lin. Hello. And we are gonna talk about beauty standards in Taiwan. Yes. So without further ado, let's get into it. So being a woman or someone who identifies as being female um, whichever country you are in often comes with a lot of pressure to look a certain way, to adhere to like really strict standards. Today, I wanted to go into what it's like here in Taiwan. So I'm very grateful Sharon can join me. Uh, She grew up here in Taiwan. So I'd love to hear about her experience. And hopefully we can also do some comparison between beauty standards in the UK, US and Taiwan, because you've also spent a fair amount of time in the US. Sure, sure. Um, so let's first of all talk about what actually are the beauty standards like in Taiwan? Like what's typically regarded as being beautiful?
1: Yeah, I feel like the good thing is I felt like it has definitely changed quite a bit. Well, quite a lot, honestly, that's stay hopeful <laughs> since I was a kid versus I'm an adult now. Mm-hmm. From my experience growing up, though, I remember I think it's I think it's almost a universal thing that they don't want uh, girls or women to to be too chubby Mm -hmm. and um, you have to especially once you enter um adolescence you cannot be insert any adjective you should not be this enough you should not be that enough but also you need to have this but also not too much of that so it's just it's it's sometimes especially for teenagers it's really it's a if if you're listening and you're um you're in your teen (laughs) you cannot talk you're a teenager i know it's very confusing Mm -hmm. and really really you are healthy and beautiful just as you are Health mm. is the most important thing, no matter whatever. Yeah, a- mm. advertisement. I know you said advertisement. Yeah. So in in ads, like growing up, they they love to tell you. For example, when it comes to complexion of the skin, it, mm. of course it has a lot of history and colonialism and everything. But just in Taiwan, they really think that being too tanned is not that beautiful as having fair and bright lighter yes. skin tone. Though. I yes.
0: think that's one of the biggest differences between say the beauty standards in like what well, we'll say white let's say white western yeah, um, general culture western. Yeah, yeah, yeah. between that and um, maybe in like East Asia yeah. it's like the the skin tone mm. um, thing because like in in the UK it's always like everyone was always wanting to be tanned and yeah. like loving the look of just like having a tan like i would like when I, if i went on holiday like i'd sit out for hours yeah, like in a um, vacation on a beach right i'd be like no just for the tan, <laughs> just 10 minutes longer yeah yeah and i would fake tan mm. Do you, wear, oh, really? yeah like wow. like honestly like a lot of people in the uk fake tan yeah
1: so yeah there's something very distinct i would say in general uh, when it comes to beauty standards of skin tone in say in the west End, say in east asia i agree yeah
0: yeah, and yeah. it's I guess it's like the the efforts and time that you know women feel that they have to put into you know looking beautiful. So it's like you know it's a, a whole like beauty regime, patriarchy that you yep. right, yeah. <laughs> but it's so crazy because it's like when when people like I'm naturally quite like fair skinned which I've always not liked growing up. But like, it hasn't been, it hasn't been like a, a, a deep thing, but I just think like, oh, I look so much like nicer and healthier when I have a tan, mm-hmm. I have like a glow. But then like coming here and people being like, oh, like. How bad? Yeah. And I'm, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so interesting, right? Right. um yeah. So that's, I think that's a really kind of interesting point. And when I told, like when I've told people here about the fact that like, you know, when I was in the UK, I would like fake tan and put like lotion on my body to make my skin darker. Mm. They were like, what like like Why? yeah like and i was like it, it, it's a very very interesting concept and where do you where do you think this i mean you teach, touch briefly on like colonialism and stuff mm-hmm. where in in taiwan women specifically want pale skin what where does that come from like i know there's, it's going to be a lot of reasons but where do you think that's the the main reason it comes from is
1: I think so many things, and I think one of the biggest is, well, from the history of colonialism, which I think, honestly, I feel that it's part of everything, Mm -hmm. that why things are the way they are. Of course, it's not just, you know, one-sided, it's only this way, this influence, but it Mm -hmm. has definitely played a huge part in how we think about the world honestly today what is beautiful what is good what is considered professional why we think some people of a certain position should look or from or be coming or come from a certain background mm. and that's that but for say everyday life uh, thinking about you know me growing up here a lot of just ads and also mm. peer pressure and what your parents uh, of course what they learned about society is passed down from you know generations and i think mm-hmm. just they, uh, well, things have changed so much. I think nowadays people of all genders. That I think there's a definitely a very hopeful growth when it comes to beauty standards. It's way more very diverse, very inclusive, and as long as you're healthy and you look healthy, and that is the the best thing. <laughs> so people actually embrace, you know, having natural tan and you know feeling fit and you know feeling like you're strong and you work how you have muscles. It's it's mm-hmm. very different from when I was a kid. I remember uh, some while adults or my peers would say you're too fat or Dude, you're too crazy. this or that and I'm just wow I, I just I eat you know breakfast lunch dinner and I do things and I right. just like and you're concerning me being too fat and right. I just I just don't know I, I was still I was only a kid mm. we were all growing but the society has already you know found so many just different Vicious channels to sort of
0: manipulate young people how they should look like. Yeah, yeah. and quickly let's go back to the um the skin color thing because mm. I've heard different things about this. Because I was actually watched a video this morning on Asian Boss. Yeah, and they were saying um I think the video was taken in India and they were also discussing this thing about pale fair skin being better. Um and the, this woman was she was like yeah it's because um when we were colonized by uh, the British um the people that came were all white. Mm. and so they were like the superiors and the um, Indian people that became like inferior and then those ideas kind of carried on but I've also heard um, in say maybe more like Uh, china and i don't know whether this applies to taiwan as well that before in history it came down to a class thing that people who um were darker skinned were because they were had a tan was because they were like working out in the fields and doing like manual labor work whereas Mm. if you were of a higher like class and status you were inside so you were like pale skin so it became like a a symbol of also like wealth and class
1: yeah I've definitely heard something like that yeah Yeah. I agree yeah
0: so I was interested into like what extent is it coming down to wanting to look like a white person it's like like how far is it like that or is it it's actually different you know is it actually there's some complexities that people don't understand about like you know the Mm. the class the, the symbol of like class and stuff so but I think maybe it's all kind of you know there's there's both right one informs the other and another and uh i really
1: the the point you brought up about class is really interesting i've definitely read or heard something Mm. similar to that and also when it comes to say looking like a well so-called white person It, it also in east asia i would well for example in taiwan when i was a kid people even honestly some of my family member older family members they would gravitate towards having your your facial features looking more like say a white american person mm. like bigger eyes longer eyelashes um not a flat nose like many east asian people have just naturally so we all look different but but mm. they sort they of course now we know more of the reason why like many things you mentioned but they just thought that looking like a like old-timey hollywood star is mm. better than the, the looks that you're born with i'm not uh, from South Korea, but I know from friends is that um, um, plastic surgery is quite common um, in the society, in that society, in their society. And yeah, also, I think it's
0: for plastic surgery, so one of the yeah. biggest, most developed industry in one of, in the world. Yes. Yeah.
1: So from friends, I, I learned that um, for many people, it's considered like a natural thing to sort of, for lack of a better word, um, upgrade how you look to fit the standard that you think it, it's better. Of course, if it really makes you happy, go for it the bad thing is why people they're not happy with what they're born with yeah what what's just naturally a healthy state for them mm. so yeah especially thinking about young people it, it, it
0: affects you admit med- right it affects you so much because i've also heard um in relating to career, but i've also i also know it's a pretty common thing in taiwan that well, this is that people um get like double-eyed surgery to have like a double i have family members
1: who suggested i should do that otherwise i'm not pretty enough again like that's bad uh, yeah Yeah. that's bad but as a young person you would believe that it's true right because it's you know coming from adults in your life and they say oh you know this is just quote-unquote better Mm. i i really growing up i never really thought that i was pretty when i was a kid because mm-hmm. of many things in your know, family and also just what ap- advertisement they tell you and also when it comes to body figure like i'm not a particularly chesty person but it's it's normal because i i grew up this way this is the frame i was born with like for you know a tiny person it's kind of weird to to be very chesty or booby mm-hmm. but but also with you know like pop culture they 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 sort of tell people that oh if you're a know if you're women you should be curvaceous but also not too
0: curvaceous but yeah <laughs> you have to be super skinny but also have curves and yeah. like a bum and boobs yeah. and it's like it's that's, that's not possible to have naturally like very rare very, very rare, rare yeah. right so um yeah it's it's definitely a bit of a you know we're gonna come across this impossible standard mm. where it's like everyone's just feeling a bit you know not great about themselves because everyone's comparing themselves to as well like yeah. these ads that are edited and whatever yeah. people who have had surgery but maybe aren't like admitting that they've had surgery yeah. so people think oh my god they actually look like that and i'm curious well, what's it like for mm-hmm. you
1: growing up in the uk you know especially oh, when it comes to peer pressure because right. i think that plays a huge part in how we consider yeah it, you know, what is booty. Yeah. so
0: i i definitely remember uh, when i was like younger maybe honestly like maybe like 11 or a bit younger i remember wishing that i was skinnier which is like kind of like i just a bit crazy yeah, when you similar think about it. like yeah yeah so i remember wishing i was skinnier but then i think there was this whole development in um like western culture of like the kardashians and like curve like having curves yeah. you became more of a thing and again you know we're talking about how much social media and ads mm. uh influence like the, the the beauty standards so suddenly it, you didn't have to be like a stick to be attractive so i think um actually in secondary school i actually was okay with my body image mm. um because i was like really into sport and whatever and i think i was you know in a fairly like fit in terms of like a uh, healthy yeah, yeah, yeah. performance so i think as well because i was doing a lot of exercise like yeah. I, it kind of all felt like good and also because again like um standards were kind of changing Mm. um I didn't feel like oh I had to be like a like a stick to be attractive but then interestingly when I stopped doing like competitive sport so that was like when I'm going to like uni I think I I I I like kind of it became more of a concern in my head because suddenly I wasn't doing all this exercise um and even Honestly, it wasn't. People didn't comment about it, but it was like my mom would say, and sometimes like little. How do I say little things like goes into your head, right? Like she'd be like, "Oh, like you should do so much exercise. Like when are you gonna get back into that again, or whatever? You know, where it's like kind of like indirect mm. comments, or like, "Oh, like you've already like eaten enough," or like, <gasps> you know. So, and and I don't think it's not really like direct being like, "Oh, you 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 should." you should lose weight or you should do but whatever but it's like that. implied right yeah. so i think that's really hard when you have it from a like family member similar yeah um because it's like as well you you trust and believe like people that you spent like are close to your like family so it's it's hard for it not to kind of like take effect but luckily i'd say my like my friends and like london in in general is very diverse and a lot of different body types and still there's still this big movement towards like you know embracing diversity being inclusive so i think luckily that's that's you know still still there but but yeah i think i think it's uh it's a tricky one and then since coming to taiwan i actually think my body image has been or like how i feel about myself until like appearance has actually Mm. been worse than when i was in the uk
1: not not anything really problematic i think it's just i'm sometimes considered by i would just say now really shallow people and you're too influenced by you know uh, (laughs) you know uh, dark side of history and patriarchy but but I, i think i told you the other day that some people, the, the first thing that they, they say when they see you, when they greet you, is commenting on your body weight. Oh, yeah. And how round your face have gotten since the, our yeah. last meeting. And I just felt, wow rude.
0: <laughs> yeah. And oh, even, even yeah, you know, why- saying like, oh, oh you've, you've like, you look thinner right that yeah, people as a compliment just, as a, and it's like hey like i know i haven't got thinner yeah. or but your skin
1: it, looks fairer whiter or yeah. like oh i love these earrings on you because because they make your skin look more pale right and they think of it as a compliment but but that's not a compliment i i, I particularly enjoy or i mm. just
0: so i think it's like commenting on it with be it good or bad yeah you know, has some effect because it's like, oh, people are like observing this, yeah, or it's like a people are thinking question. about it. Like, why our society
1: is now it is so okay with just you know having comments about our our bodies? Mm, yeah, yeah, especially yeah for women.
0: And I do think, like, when it comes down to like a uh, science, on the whole, people from I mean, let's say like uh in the UK, let's just use it in the UK, like society, let's say in London, people's Body shapes because we've got a lot of different like races as well. Like they're all different sizes, but in Taiwan is a slightly less diverse. Yeah, Taiwan society mostly uh, homogenous society. Most people are of like probably similar right. background. And yeah. people on, in general um do have naturally slimmer frames. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: In general, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: it's a bit of a contrast to like what mm. I'm used to, like growing up and living in the UK. Yeah. So I think it's hard. It's hard sometimes, like coming from I guess a different place and feeling that you know you basically I could never be as skinny as like you know so and so so -so, yeah yeah so like that's just like my genetics yeah it's just like that's that's that would never happen no yeah. matter how little i ate yeah or i'm naturally this way yeah Cause
1: it's so interesting because when i uh, was living in the u.s mm-hmm. i was um many people like for example when i go shopping i always go for the smallest size but in taiwan in some shops or uh, there are different reasons but I, I need to go for like extra large or something because right. like wow it's kind of like it's crazy, I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Everyone, I, everyone I remember as well before I before I ever come to Asia, like people were like, "By the way, like you are gonna be like uh, a big size and everything because just like the sizing is a little so crazy small. and yeah. a bit. Warped. Yeah, I
1: think it's a bit crazy. Yeah, it's too much. Listen, <laughs> you know, Taiwan, it's too much sometimes. Like, why we need to have you know, just how bodies are 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 you know, yeah.
0: natural the natural state is just mm. yeah, and then. I know that you said there's a Taiwanese phrase that kind of um encapsulates I guess beauty standards in Taiwan would you mind sharing it
1: yeah I think you're talking about e yeah it literally means that if you have a fairer skin brighter skin um, paler skin it doesn't. It's fine that you're ugly. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's so blunt. I I really dislike that. But I just we, yeah. I think I think uh, I would say listeners, you're also if you also grew up in Taiwan, you would for sure have heard this. We can say saying, mm-hmm. and I I've had that said to me from you know adults. It's like oh you think like you're you're not this and this and that but at least you have you know fair skin so you're fine yeah like wow well, I don't know whether that's
0: a good <laughs> word of encouragement I say no yeah no. No, it's, no it's crazy I mean let's talk more about like experience of growing up because I think that's people grapple with that period of their life yeah and, like regardless right you're, yeah. you're trying to figure out who you are um, you'll show mental yeah right you'll get like maybe go through puberty as well so you're like you're having body changes now in the UK it's actually a very common thing that girls stop doing sports because they feel like they don't want to look too muscly there's a lot of statistics about it but basically a lot of girls drop out of doing sport because um, of this pressure because they don't want to they're worried that they'll look a certain way and they, they want to be like i don't know like feminine or that what mm-hmm. they think is feminine now is there a, is this a similar phenomenon in taiwan
1: yeah, I would say similar, but probably not from doing competitive sports too much. And, and again, this is like a very interesting difference from our society because I think in Taiwan, of course, everybody is different, but in general, people sort of, qu- again, this is something, people quit um, competitive sports because they need to focus on, say, university entrance exam. Mm. So like, they need to study more, so buy basketball. So it, it's bad, it's bad. You can do both, you can do all, okay? Listeners, if you're younger. And just, yeah, uh, I have definitely have, just many people around me you know I work out very often but also people say that oh I don't want to work out too much because I don't want to bulk up too much but hey listen it you would only bulk up if you do that you know purposefully and watch your diet it's a very professional thing to do so don't worry too much but again like why our society you know how it planted this thought inside young people mm. it just yeah
0: and i think as well this has been a big thing right uh, re- recent development i'd say i'd say uh, mainly in western culture about a lot more women are starting to lift weights i and love th- it yeah, yeah right and i think yeah. it's partly down to as well a lot, a lot more a uh, growth of fitness influences yeah. and them showing like other women that actually um you're not gonna get bulky you don't need to feeling powerful is beautiful i think we
1: we further we we expanded and yeah make the idea of what is beautiful and and we're on a right track
0: yeah yeah and even i remember even when so when i i used to competitive rowing yeah so i do weight. (laughs) we do weight training as part of that but um, when I like stopped doing that, whatever, and I was like trying to get back into going to the gym, and I was like, I'm gonna. My mom was like, Oh, so what did you do at the gym? And I was like, Oh, I just did some weights. And she was like, Why are you doing that? Like, you're gonna get like super, super like bulky, and like, like basically mm-hmm. <laughs> implying that I wouldn't achieve like the look that I wanted. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because not only is that not true because. You know, if you yeah. if you're worrying about how you look, I mean, it has it has actually you great great effects as that of that as well, but it also makes you feel great like i always feel so much better after like maybe doing like a weight yeah, session the endorphins and then, just, yeah, yeah feeling then, powerful it's
1: great i right. love you know working on yeah
0: do you think women in taiwan as well are also getting more into lifting weights yes especially with
1: you know one of our like most celebrated athletes on guo xing and, mm. and you know people like that and also just the you know i think yeah i think we feel similarly uh, for example both in a uk and taiwan beauty standards have evolved and it's something on the i i would say on the right track Mm -hmm. things that i see nowadays is so different from when i was a kid in the best way possible like not not only being skinny is is beautiful no just being healthy is beautiful Mm.
0: yeah let's talk more about um changes and how how the standards have changed over time i'll use the uk as an example as well so you don't really have to just be like super skinny to fit the beauty styles anymore now in taiwan would you say how far has that change come it could always be better (laughs) yeah but i feel
1: like it has i would say growing up here i would say it has come a pretty long way and Mm -hmm. i'm pretty you know happy about it Um, just thinking about wow I remember people commenting on my body weight when I was in kindergarten. Mm. You were just a kid, mm. but somehow, you know, of course, it's not those people's fault. But just it's the whole society; it's a bigger picture problem. And you know, and and now I I see you know some of my friends are teachers, and actually it, it's it's hopeful to see that young people nowadays they have a you know, and they learn a diverse definition of what is beautiful from from their parents, from schools, and it's really really amazing. Mm. Um, yeah it's simply changed a, a lot and always could be better we're still on it but yeah definitely
0: so do you think the pressure has slightly been reduced on young people or I don't know because uh, I'm not in that circle anymore <laughs> but I would say that
1: uh, you know for teenagers I think that pressure is always there yeah I I think, I agree. Of, I think yeah. that's true
0: like I think as well the same like in the UK people are still a lot of girls struggle with eating disorders yeah. like I went to an all-girls school and it was in my school it was um there was definitely a few people who suffered from eating disorders but um there was like other, other schools had they had a reputation f- because like all the girls had eating as well i mean like in oh, no. in itself that was a thing like taught about was kind of strange but um no, it, no, no, yeah. yeah it's definitely it's um, a
1: symptom of a of the bigger problem we're discussing here yeah yeah and mm. i
0: remember as well that at that time um tumblr was really big mm. and oh, my yeah God. And, and there was all the a lot of pictures of just like people in there like um Thigh gaps and oh. basically being really skinny and i think it's as well you're when you're young you're very impressionable so that that social media has such uh can have such a negative impact on you Thank you for listening to part one on beauty standards in Taiwan and across the world. And we will be continuing this conversation next week. So stay tuned for that. See you then. Bye. (laughs)